So, as you heard, I've added a jingle just to liven things up a little bit, maybe to add a little bit of <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. surprise and joviality to an otherwise normally serious, I suppose, sometimes analytical, sometimes perhaps uh, informative and educational, um, but it's always good to, to add different elements to it. Today is another episode where it's just me. Um, that normally means that there's going to be half the intelligence, at least, of the two-person show that I like to normally engage in. Um, but it's always good to be able to just waltz through a few thoughts. Um, yesterday I was listening to an old song, sort of way back when, um, by Nielsen, Everybody's Talking, and uh, the opening few lines uh, sort of resonated with a few thoughts that I've been having recently. The uh, skipping over the ocean like a stone. Um, yeah, w when you think about the song, everybody's talking at me, but I don't hear a word they're saying, only the echoes of my mind. Yeah, I'm not sure whether there was a, a particular situation that they were referring to with those lyrics, but if we analyze these with the political and social climate that all of us have access to through social media and the internet and so on, um, it does perhaps add one or two additional dimensions to the song. Perhaps there were more meanings that were uh, referenced, if not directly, uh, but perhaps then indirectly. But it does make me think about the kinds of oceans that we skip over, and the oceans that we traverse you know, through our decision-making. Um, whether they are good or bad, that's a, that's a subjective opinion, I suppose, something that we can look at uh, ourselves or not, depending on how reflective we are as people. Some of the oceans are perhaps uh, pleasurable with uh, varying degrees of hidden depths, um, various ecosystems that uh, exist within them. And well, perhaps we can further analyze the point and become extremely philosophical about it. But um, I think the idea in itself is, you know, is, is there for, for people to, to be able to consider and analyze for themselves. Now, what do we deny ourselves sometimes? What do we try to avoid? Um, what are we afraid of feeling, perhaps? What are we afraid of grabbing hold of sometimes? It's, yeah, in many ways philosophical, perhaps, uh, but in other ways it's, you know, quite a, a straightforward question. Do we really want something? And if we do, what are we willing to do to, to reach out to it? At least to make an attempt. 
Um, trying for something is not quite the same as making a decision to take something. One is, uh, is an effort, is an adventure. And the other one perhaps is arrogance in some ways, a lack of empathy and respect in its most extreme perhaps, or not even in its most extreme, but still. Yeah. These are the some of the things that perhaps we, you know, we avoid getting into. But then there are also, you know, these other oceans that we perhaps skip over. The, um, the disappointment, the rejection, you know, are these the things that we, we fear? You know, the, the ocean of depth that uh, I was referring to earlier in the case of pleasure and uh, inspiration and motivation. But, you know, negative things can also act uh, as strong motivations. I was listening to um, an audiobook um, by Sunstein, I think it was, was the author, referring to nudges. Um, and and he said that people have a greater aversity to loss than they are perhaps motivated by the potential for gain. So if you tell people that by doing a certain thing they stand to lose X, um, and if that X is perhaps more than they risk to lose or to win, as it were, um, then the the negative risk is too far, and it's more likely to lead to a negative decision as a result. And so, therefore, when we look at the the options that are faced, we are faced with is the risk and fear of disappointment or rejection more powerful for us than uh, the potential for immense benefit and pleasure um, simply by pursuing the, the more adventurous path. On the other hand, um, looking at the, you know, the oceans that we skip over um, also has perhaps a different significance. By skipping something, we we avoid it. We decide not to participate in it. When when we look at society and we see the many wrongs, wrongs have always existed. In some cases, the wrongs of the past were much worse than the wrongs of the present day. But that doesn't in any way negate the relevance of the wrongs that we see still today. And do we skip over these as well? Do we leave the battles to be fought by others? Do we consider it the roles of others for us not to engage, for us not to get involved? If we are walking along a path and we see somebody drowning, it's often considered uh, part of the explanation for what is a duty of care, what is a, perhaps a social duty of care. If you see somebody drowning in the river, it is perhaps considered fair to say that 
a person's duty is to either jump in and save that person or if the passerby is uh, not able to swim then at least to make an effort of some sort to find somebody who would be able to save the person drowning that is a duty of care that we have to our fellow human beings uh, on the planet but why is it that in um, hypothetical circumstances we walk past people who are potentially drowning and decide not to act what is it about the uh, the simile, as it were, of getting our feet wet, or clothes wet, or hair wet, um, the inconvenience of moving off our path purely for the benefit of another. Why is it we are sometimes averse to taking part in an action which, by our very participation, adds fuel, adds energy, um, adds influence, motivation perhaps, um, momentum, further momentum to a movement. Why is it we don't want to engage? Not every demonstration or protest leads to positive change either politically, socially or economically. But it's okay sometimes to simply do something because it feels right to do it uh, without having the expectation that necessarily a change may occur. But the thing is, by all of these different processes, by all of these different protests, by the participation of people within this field of engagement, there is a message being relayed. We are here. We are observing. We are participating we are not going to sit idly by while we watch our if you wish to call it democracy if you wish to call it our our way of life our belief structure our opportunities um, be usurped by others purely because they believe um, in a prevailing apathy uh, within our social structures We've seen in recent years, um, in response to extreme activities, uh, people can rise up, people can initiate conversations. And even though we have to accept that the movements have far from reached uh, a, a, a uh, definitively positive final conclusion because they haven't and by this I'm referring to Me Too and Black Lives Matter um, there is so far yet to travel to say that uh, positive action has actually uh, resulted in uh, a change of system or a structural shift um, but it's fair to say that through the participation, through the, the momentum of the masses, uh, there is a slightly different view from above, from the, the corridors of power. Uh, they can sense that there are certain unforgivable actions um, that require a political response, some kind of social responsibility. 
Now, naturally, I didn't have all of these thoughts uh, on the basis um, or during at least listening to one version of uh, Nielsen's Everybody's Talking because it's hardly the longest song. But all of these thoughts have um, have existed within my mind for many, many months now, years even, perhaps. And there never is a satisfactory conclusion to them. I guess the way of nature is simply that there is no conclusion. There's always a next level or a next stage until perhaps one day there is no more. Though I can't imagine that day arriving anytime soon, however, um, at least it may not arrive until way beyond the passing of humans from this planet. But um, the thought is that many of these considerations have existed for a long time and though I have uh, recently begun to engage more directly in uh, anti-discrimination uh, workshops and uh, activities I am a late arrival I am somebody who had lost faith in demonstrating I had attended many, many demonstrations uh, in my youth um, with the hope of the British government accepting or recognizing uh, the Armenian Genocide to no avail. Um, even though I watched that around the world a number of different countries, sometimes with uh, the influence of demonstrators and uh, many times without them, they recognized uh, the, the historical relevance of this event. And yet the British government refused to do so, even though they are more than aware of the events um, through, the, uh, uh, through the letters and reports of, of their own politicians and ambassadors at the time. Uh, and so I, I very much lost faith in, uh, in this particular um, avenue of political engagement and participation. I've since decided that my decision was wrong, as I said before. Um, an opportunity to protest is an opportunity to stand up, uh, is an opportunity to, to turn my gaze towards those who make decisions for the community, who every few years come to seek um, the people's permission to continue and even though we tend not to take into consideration all of the actions that have been taken during their period of office it is still good to say that and to show that we can stand we will stand shoulder to shoulder where necessary with any group that remains marginalized within society whether that is the black community whether that is any of the genders that require um, and still require, of course, uh, equal footing, equal rights, um, whether that is any other marginalized group which even to this day perhaps has not yet been recognized, but they're out there. There is a need to stand up. We cannot be stones. We cannot always skip across the ocean. Uh, 
we can't fight every fight. I don't think everybody has the energy for that. But we do have to try. Sometimes we have to fight a losing battle, um, if only because it is in itself the battle, and that that battle is being fought, uh, that will one day allow for some kind of success to be reached. Um, forces at play have the benefit of generations. Um, because of the way that our lives have developed with technology, our expectation levels have speeded up. We perhaps engage in a project for a few months or a few years even, um, and if we don't achieve what we want, then, then we walk away from it, we're no longer satisfied. But if you look at, for example, the battle for women's equality, and women are far from having achieved equality at this stage. Um, but if we think that the battle for women's equality in a sustained, should we say, political way um, in Western Europe or in Western democracies began in the early 20th century, in the early 1900s, and now it's 2021, and they're still inequality for women, then it tells us that we do have to plan across generations, that our targets have to be realistic, our plans have to be longer, our options have to include motivating those who come after, educating them properly, um, allowing younger people to take up the challenge, um, seeing that as we get older it is no longer our role to lead, but our role to support. This is one of those factors that we look at every day, older people, and of course older people have so much wisdom and knowledge to impart, nobody is saying that that's not the case, but the, the political energy that is required to introduce and carry through change for the better requires a younger pair of shoulders and sometimes even younger ideas and it is of course necessary for then in these cases older people such as myself to step away take a, a longer view of things and perhaps only give um, advice when it is needed, when it is required, and otherwise to take up the seats in the back of the hall, to applaud, uh, to pay the entry fees, and to watch and observe as the future political generations swing into what is ev eventually going to be their roles, and so on, and so on, and so forth. 
anyway these are just a few thoughts and uh, if you're still here uh, then I thank you for having listened to all the best and um, Mike and um, Mike